Hello everybody, welcome to The Coaching Conversation. I'm Graham Wiley and I've been coaching business leaders for the last two decades. In this series, we're going to explore some of the things I've seen and learned in that two decades and hopefully help you see how you can become more focused, more effective and hopefully happier in your life. So, it's now time to sit back, relax and enjoy The Coaching Conversation. Hello everybody and welcome to this edition of The Coaching Conversation. And once again, I'm really pleased that I'm being joined by Tina and Matt. Tina, would you like to tell us a bit about yourself? Yes, thanks, Graham. Uh, my name's Tina Orlando and I coach under Tina Orlando Coaching. Um, I did my training for coaching and certification in the US. I was living in New York for eight years. Um, I have uh, been coaching for about five years and before that I was working in large global organizations and then I moved on to co-found um, a strategic communications agency advising companies on business issues. Um, so currently I coach executives, leaders, CEOs and founders on being the best that they can be, whether that's in a work scenario, business or personal. And I'm, Matt, I'm Matt Hayes. I'm co-founder of Humble Associates. I'm also an executive coach and an enterprise agile coach. I've worked with several startups, um, been a CTO, had all sorts of roles. My focus is around needing change and working with execs um, and also predominantly people in IT that are working outside of their comfort zone. We've been working together all of this year and we've been collaborating around the work of Shazad Shamim based in California and his mental fitness operating system. How, how would you describe that work and how it applies to our coaching practices? It, it's really interesting. I see it as a, a way of bringing in some really nice practices to uh, keep yourself, bring it in self-awareness, um, but also um, seeing and listening to that voice in your head and the damage it causes to relationships and um, everything else and things that you may think uh, as a people you start to realize the impact you're having on it and then fundamentally the last part which is about doing something about it but I think you're pretty good at describing the saboteurs Tina. Thank you that. Um, so yeah when I talk to people about it I talk about mental resilience, mental fitness, mental strength and the ability to recover from the setbacks that you always get thrown at you in life. Um, and having that that positive thought process, which I guess becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy over time, right? So if you lean to the negative, negative things will happen and to the positive, vice versa. So to your point about the saboteurs, what really interested me in this is that um, we've all done Myers-Briggs and lots of other um, character and personality assessments. Um, and you come up with, a, with either a score or a or a profile or an acronym or something. Um, and what I love about positive intelligence is that they've done factor analysis and all these different data points and brought in uh, cognitive psychology and, and positive psychology. And they've come up with nine saboteurs that have everyday names like um, hyperachiever, pleaser, hypervigilant, controller, all the things that we can recognize in ourselves and other people and kind of go, oh yes, that, it's very intuitive, it makes sense. And then, of course, the biggest one, which is the judge that you've alluded to that we all have that kind of beats us up all the time and how to block that judge and, and talk to it. 
in a different way? Yeah, it's very interesting because we've, as an organisation, the Executive Mindset, we've coached uh, over 100 people through this programme just in 2021. And the effect that people have in this awareness, you mentioned self-awareness, Matt, that they realise that they're the people that are putting themselves under stress. They're the people that are actually making themselves unhappy and that they are therefore in a position to turn that all around if they choose to. And the techniques that Shazad has, has proven work are just so simple. And they're a combination, as we said earlier, about so many things, whether it's mindfulness, whether it's meditation, whether it's CBT. It, there's a whole raft of research that he's pulled together. And, and then he's put it on an app, which is an absolute stroke of genius, isn't it? So every day you get reminded that you need to be thinking this way, you need to be doing this practice. It's absolutely fabulous. And so from my point of view, I've really loved seeing the transformation and change that individuals have been able to bring about for themselves. And, and that's not a, a transient thing. This isn't a training course they go on and then it's gone. This is something that they can live with forever. Fantastic. What, what I really enjoyed about it is the, the diversity of its uses. Um, I did a pilot scheme with some NHS young doctors. They're under immense stress. And immediately they learned how to apply it and um, get some new habits that, that would allow them to stop and think about what it is they're doing. But equally, I've done it in, with leaders. Um, I work a lot in the agile um, environment, and this whole part of very difficult teams and interacting with them, and then appreciating how you're you're coming to that, and being able to almost just step back and see, oh, okay, this is this is I'm identifying how I'm responding to this, and this is a common practice for me. And then of course, the, the great part for us is we're able to coach people on that and help them take things further so they can form new habits that are more congruent with the team to support them. And I think you, you were beginning to talk there about going beyond business and, and beyond the team and beyond the role. I have found and what, what's struck me personally through being a, a student of this and through the relationship I have with some of my coaches going through it, is that actually one of the outcomes of it is is increased happiness yeah. and and i don't know any other training program that i've been on that has that as a goal or you know seeks to influence that or has that as a as a, a le legitimate outcome and yeah. it's a it's a lovely thing to be able to bring to the executive and leadership coaching because at the end of the day we're all coaching humans and we're all humans and one of the biggest desires in life is to be happy and enjoy it more and i, and I love the definition that shazad gives of happiness it's the amount of time you don't spend feeling negative. So the amount of time you don't spend being beaten up by your saboteurs, as opposed to walking around with a grin on your face. And I just think it just absolutely summarises his operating system. It's it's the way in which you approach life that releases the stress, releases the pressure, and by definition makes you feel less unhappy. Mm. There's something else to... Um, once the saboteurs be, become common knowledge within a team, like a leadership team, and I've done this, they, they start to be able to talk about it with each other. Yeah. So it's no longer about uh, a criticism. It's like, either I'm noticing my saboteurs, I'm, I'm avoiding a conversation with you, or I'm not comfortable with where this is going, or I can comfortably say, Graham, I'm noticing your pleasers here right now. Um, <laughs> How would you like me to support you? Mm. Personally, I've got hyper hyper vigilant, which means I look for 
everything that could go wrong. Now that's really great when I'm creating things, but the what I do not appreciate is the impact on others. It feels like they think I'm being critical of their ideas and, and I'm shutting it down when actually I'm just trying to understand it more. And as soon as I explain that, their backs aren't up. They're, they're not thinking I'm trying to criticize or shut it down. They're thinking I'm trying to get some understanding how I can evolve their ideas further. Mm. And I think these these different saboteurs, these lenses, they're so accessible. Everyone can immediately pick on, oh, I do that. Even like the simple one of a pleaser in a car letting someone come through and then getting annoyed when they didn't say thank you. Uh, regardless of whether you've got a pleaser in you, so many people do that and won't recognize, why is that annoying to me? Like, yeah. it's them, not me, when actually maybe I should expect not to be pleased. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very much for me about, which is quite liberating, taking responsibility for yourself about all of your emotional responses and reactions to everything. So, it, it, you know, a lot, a lot of us at times tend to kind of reflect or deflect or what well, if that hadn't have happened, my day would be better. Or if that person hadn't put me in a bad mood, it's the, the kind of the relief almost in a way where you realize that, no, I am in control of all of this. And actually, life is going to keep throwing all this stuff at me, but it's it's my decision every time it happens, every hour of every day, as to how I'm going to respond and what I'm going to do as a result of it. And that's just so empowering. Yeah, one of the, the simplest examples of that, I find, is road rage. If someone cuts you up on the motorway, depending on how you respond, will drive the outcome. You could retaliate. It's likely to end badly. You could ignore it and it will go away. But it's your choice, isn't it? And life is like that. And what I found with Shazad's work is it's, it's showing you that your tendency to how you will react through things is entirely predictable mm. and you can change it. It's all about neuroscience and you can change it. It is your opportunity to be living a different life if you want to take that. Mm. I think the fact that it's all science-based as well and the book that comes with it, so if you are... A bit, a bit nervous about, and uh, that's one of the saboteurs, isn't it? <laughs> hyper, hyper vision and the hyper, or some of the hyper rational, hyper rational. So if you think, you might be thinking, well, I don't get this. This is all navy primary stuff, whatever. But there's a load of science behind it, which yeah. is indisputable, and that sort of allows you to sort of go, okay, well, maybe this is it's not a leap of faith. It's is mm. real. Mm. There's MRI scans and all sorts yeah. behind it, which yeah, prove it, and you know that helps people get over that initial thought of hang on a minute what what this is seems like mumbo jumbo to me but really with practice and you've got one you see it immediately it's very visible mm. and what is interesting is we we came together at the beginning of this year to share and work together and develop our own studies and skills in this and here we are towards the end of 2021 extolling its virtues. It has not been a waste of our time. Mm. It has not been a waste of our money. And it's certainly not been a waste of our clients' time or their money. I think we need to bring it to a conclusion now. So once again, Tina, Matt, thanks so much for joining us on The Coaching Conversation and hopefully we'll see you again soon. Thank you. Thanks, Graham. So there you have it, the latest edition of The Coaching Conversation. Hope you found it interesting. Hope you found it useful. You can find out more about our coaching programs at theexecutivemindset.co.uk. 
If you want to reach out, you can send me an email at theexecutivemindset at sagegreen.com. You can book a free 30-minute session at theexecutivemindset.co.uk, which will give you a really good feel for how coaching could help you. And if you've really enjoyed the session, do please rate us, do please give us a review. And nothing more for me to say other than see you next time.